It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Ron and Anian, 2001 Toyota Prius, came into the shop this week. Now you can sit there and say, gee, that's an old car. But is it? It's 20 years old. But how many of you have a 15 to 20-year-old car? Raise your hand, right? The Car Doctor. I looked at the um, technical service bulletins about those timing chains and phases and stuff. This is like 10 hours. Is that correct? Or yeah, should I be looking at more? It's, it's 10 hours on a good day. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Sir Isaac Newton said in 1675, if I have seen further, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. And, and I feel like that at times. And I've often thought of that quote, that conversation that he had with himself and the way he expressed it, because I've stood on the shoulders of giants and I've seen further in this industry, I think, than than some other people. And I'm fortunate for that. And this hour, this week, actually, this hour and next hour, we're going to bring two giants into the show today, into the fold. James Lebrecht, he is the energy advisor to former Governor LePage from the great state of Maine. He is going to be coming down around the bottom of the hour to talk to us about the electric car, the electric car future, managing energy. Um, he's got some great comments and thoughts and perspectives on, you know, flowing electrons, as Jim likes to put it. He'll be joining with us then. And then next hour, we're going to have a very special guest, Wayne Carini, 
from uh, Chasing Classic Cars. You all know him from his television show, from his writing in Haggerty, and some other trade publications, and from his repair shop, F40 Motorsports. Uh, talking about collector cars and collector cars in the electric car market and what will the electric car market and the electrification of America do to the collector car market and how will that affect us? And uh, we're looking forward to that as well. So uh, it will be a great two hours. I absolutely promise you, you want to stick around this week uh, more so than any other week. This is the week to be here. We uh, had a pretty good week in the shop. Um, You know, it was interesting. Uh, March March is a strange month in auto repair. And I don't care where you are. I think it just... You know, it's 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 just a, a quiet off time, and you're you know you, you seem to get strange or funny jobs in uh, 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 this month in in repair, and this week was no different. And just the strange, funny things that happened. I came into work Thursday morning. I'll tell you this story real quick. I came into work Thursday morning about seven thirty, like I usually get there. We open at eight, and there's a Hyundai in the parking lot that had been dropped off the night before, and we tucked it away inside, you know, behind the fence before we left for the night. And it was running. And I turned, Carpenter Bob was there. We we, we opened up together. Uh, he'd stop by to, you know, we have coffee in the morning sometimes and just sort of talk about, you know, let's get the day going. He goes off on his adventures, and I have mine. And we looked at each other, and I, I said, did that just happen? As we're standing there opening the gate, we're opening the gate, and all of a sudden, like Christine, the car just started up and the lights went on and it's running and we just kind of looked at each other and then about three minutes later as we open the gate and open up the door and we're opening up the shop we're watching the car it shuts off and i went huh and i didn't think anything of it the car was there for an oil change it was a 2019 hyundai there you know it's a fairly new vehicle Uh, what could be wrong with it it's brand new new means (laughs) in any way and we went about our day and we serviced it and put it out front and the customer came in about 4:30 to pick it up and he was all apologetic and he said hey what time did you guys get here this morning i said oh about 7:30 i said speaking of which he goes yeah i got to apologize and i said what do you mean you got to apologize he goes oh, i forgot i have my car set to automatically start through my cell phone every day at 7:30 before i go to work so it's warmed up by the time i get in the car 10 minutes later and he said i bet it started this morning and freaked you guys out uh, yeah, that would be a good way to express it. And, and I, and I thought about that remote control and, uh, remote access and, and the way technology is going to take us and has taken us. And I tell you that story because remote access is the future. We're back to that. If I've seen further, it's because I've stood on the shoulders of giants. The giant I want to tell you about right now is Opus IVS. Opus, the Opus IVS scan tool is powered by DrewTech, and they are the current market leader in J2534 communications as well as other things. And there's some very interesting things about the Drive Pro from Opus IVS, and I want to tell you this story. I had a 2003 E254 van came in, and the issue was, well, the first issue was the customer thought it was a fuel pump problem because they would sit there and cycle the key a couple of times and they would more than likely get the vehicle to start. And in their mind, they're priming the fuel rail because they were told by two other mechanics, yeah, this is a fuel pump problem. Neither mechanic ever put a fuel pressure gauge on the vehicle or ever did any formal diagnosis, but right away it's, I think and I feel and maybe. I stood my ground. Nope, we got to diagnose this. Diagnose, diagnose, diagnose put a fuel pressure gauge on it. Sure enough, it goes into this crank no start condition with a rock solid 35, 36 pounds of fuel pressure just like it's supposed to. Gee, car doesn't start. 
what could it be? It's an L3E250, pretty basic truck. It's a high GVW, so it's not going to have, uh, be based on its age and its GVW, it's not likely to have an anti-theft system. I went, I looked, it did not. Scanned codes, none. Everything was clean. And then I said, you know, what's it missing? It's an engine, right? We're back to that, basics. I put a Noid light on for injector pulse. I pulled a coil out, hooked it up to a spark tester. Hey, guess what? When it doesn't start, it doesn't have spark and it doesn't have injector pulse. Now we're getting somewhere. If it just was missing an injector pulse, yeah, maybe I've got an anti-theft event and I've got to look harder to see if I've got anti-theft in the vehicle because most anti-theft systems just disable injector pulse, especially a Ford product. So I went about and I, I waved a couple of inputs. I looked at uh, cam. I looked at crank sensor. I found out later on I didn't need to look at cam sensor, but I looked at it anyway. It doesn't hurt. Scope it real quick. See what you got. And I got down to the point where everything looked right. Where do you go next? You know, you're, you're down to what makes this vehicle not start. And I thought, what a great time to use the Drive Pro from Opus. I did a quick test, just like they want you to do. And I was able to submit a request for help for a tech center. You know, the neat thing about the Drive Pro, it's sort of like everybody in the business, and I don't care who you are, myself included, we've all got our guys in different brands of dealerships that we know that we can call up, that we know on a first-name basis, guys we either went to high school with or guys that we hung out working on cars with or guys that we just know through the business. You know, it's sort of like having your best friend in the business. And I submitted a help request, and... Chris got back to me. Chris is one of their Ford techs, all right? And the way they set this up is, my understanding is there's 140 techs spread out in help centers around the country, and there are, you know, 8 to 10 per specific brand. And Chris and I went back and forth, and we talked about what we had to do. And it was really amazing. You know, at one point, I needed help with something that tool didn't have the capacity that only a dealer-level scan tool would have. And instead of having to hook up my Ford IDS, which is the dealer level tool, Chris said, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. He flipped the software around and he plugged right in. From his test center in Long Island, New York, he tapped into the shop in Waldwick, New Jersey. He went through my scan tool, my internet, right into the car, looked at it. He said, yeah, I agree with you, Ron. It sounds like you've got a bad PCM. Get a PCM. We'll flash it. Okay. Got a PCM the next day, plugged it in. Called Chris back up, submitted another help request, and it was just, you know, you just look at this and you say, this is the future. You're watching technology help you repair a vehicle because without having to get out all the dials and scanners and cables and connections and everything else, they, you know, through a hardwire internet connection, and I, I could have done it wirelessly. I chose to do it as a hardwire. I feel safer that way. And we flashed this car and fixed it. It was really, really amazing. And I thought about that car when the Hyundai started and, you know, how remote things are, how we can reach out and touch things and work with things now through technology. And it was really kind of neat. Customer was surprised. He showed up and um, the car was fixed. He was it was absolutely fixed, and he was just <laughs> he's. But you sure it's not a fuel pump? Yeah, pretty sure. Um, you know, we went through the PCM, and the PCM had five grounds and two powers. It had everything. PCM didn't have an RPM input request from the PID. Looking at it while cranking, and it's it's got to have it. It's got to be there. 
the nice thing, the really great part about Drive Pro, there was a missing piece to the puzzle where Chris was able to, and real sharp Ford tech, real sharp, I was able to, you know, with his help, we determine what the bias voltage is coming out of the PCM and measure to look to see, hey, the PCM's putting out a proper voltage bias, which it uses to help modify the AC signal coming out of the crank sensor. The AC signal rides on that bias voltage coming back in. Signal was there, bias voltage was there, PCM had powers and grounds, but the PCM would not go into crank mode or would not display RPM when you were cranking on a scan tool. Bad PCM, car's fixed. Um, The future, the future. That Hyundai, remote starting, the future. Uh, Electric cars, definitely the future. In what capacity? I'll tell you what, stick around about another 15 minutes and we'll start off this electrical electrical car program and uh, you'll get to hear about it and see about it because I'll be back right after this. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. Don't go anywhere. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? good because every year dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver all never thought it could happen to them but with changes in routines distractions or a sleeping child it can happen to anyone parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly so get it in your head Check the back seat. a message from nitsa and the ad council Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Little GTO, you really looking fine. Three deuces and a four speed and a 389. 
Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over to Joe in Connecticut. 14 Ford Fusion and some uh, possible head gasket issues. Joe, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Thanks. Yeah, I've uh, been reading a lot about the head gaskets on some of these turbo motors. Okay. Uh, the EcoBoost. And I'm wondering how much are you seeing of that? And if I should um, perhaps start using sealer now, it may be using every three or four months. It may be using four or five ounces. Not a heck of a lot of antifreeze. Is it? Is it? Is it using antifreeze at this point, Joe? It's hard to say. I don't know how much it should use. But well, like it, I said, every it, four or five months, I put very little in, in to keep it up there. In theory, zero. All right? You know, but every car gives up a little bit of coolant. It's not abnormal. Now, there's there's going to be an attrition loss. You know, are we talking a couple of tablespoons every few months? Or are we talking measurable pints and quarts? You know, you've uh, really six you, to eight ounces, maybe six to eight ounces, maybe in three in, or four months. In three or four months, you know, Which if it, probably and 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 what kind of 20. driving do you do? Hard driving, a lot of driving, limited, mostly highway. It's about one hundred and forty-five thousand on it now, so it's twenty-five to thirty thousand a year. Okay. Well, there's. I've got a couple of thoughts. Any check engine light on this? Any performance fall off? Any fuel economy fall off? Fuel economy might have fallen off a little bit, but the uh, everything else has been good. Okay. A two-liter turbo in a Fusion, that's what we're talking about, Joe? Correct. When was the last time you did any sort of, and this is this is just an aside to the, the power drop-off and, and performance, when was the last time you did any sort of fuel system cleaning or maintenance to the vehicle? Well, that was the next part of my next question. Okay, yeah, so then, I haven't done any. All right. I haven't done any, and I was wondering how effective it is, because I know it has the turbo, and you have to use special stuff for the carbon if you run it through. Yeah, and you have to do it. I, I, I'll tell you my procedure, and a lot of people don't like it because it's expensive, but it works. So um, a, a few things here. Let's back up, talk about coolant real quick. Number one, uh, do you have the ability to pressurize the cooling system, put a pressure, cooling system pressure tester on the expansion no, I'd tank? Have to go to a yeah. I'd have to go to a garage for that. Okay. Yeah. So what what I would do is I would get the vehicle pressurized, pressurize the cooling system and let it sit overnight. And in the morning, pull the four spark plugs and take a look inside the cylinders. I mean, if you want to see if you're, you've got any kind of appreciable coolant loss, put it under pressure. Do you have any coolant sitting on top of the pistons? I don't think you will. But I, I'd like to try this before we before we go to the next step because my next step is going to be simple because I don't see a negative or a downside to it is to simply add a bottle of K Seal to the cooling system, and I would use the K Seal Ultimate. It's got thirty three percent, thirty or thirty three percent more sealing power, and just let it float around and stay in suspended animation in the cooling system until it has to go where it's needed if it's needed. If it's not needed, it doesn't hurt anything. And, right. you know, a, 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 some sealer in the right spot and the correct sealer, I should point that out, the correct sealer won't hurt it. And in a way, it's going to prevent the problem breaking down on the road unless, you know, at, at 150,000 miles, you feel like pulling the head off of this car. Uh, well, it's at 145 now and it's right. running fine. Right. And I did the plugs. They look good. Um, the other thing I was worried about is they say a lot of the high pressure pump 
the cam follower or the bearing below it wears out on this type of motor. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't seen that, but I have to be honest with you. The majority of customers that have those, we're really up on their backside to make sure they're getting their oil changed. You know, my, my producer himself, Tom Ray, with his, uh, he's got a 15 Escape with a 2-liter turbo, and I'm on him every 5,000 miles. We're changing the oil in that car with synthetic and a good filter, and, you know, here he is at, I don't know, 260, 270, something like that. And, uh, you know, it's still going strong, and he does a lot of highway miles. So I, I think with oil changes, it, it comes back to that's being the key. Where I think people get into trouble and they have issues with these motors and others is they fall they fall into that manufacturer's, well, we think it'll go eight or 10,000 miles between oil changes. And then they find out they don't check oil because the owner's manual on most cars tells you to start checking oil after so many thousand miles between drain intervals. Nobody does, and they run the vehicle low. So now they run it low on oil. And they overextend the life of the oil, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, that's part of what creates the problems. Let me get into the, let me get into the fuel system cleaning comment real quick, too, because we're going to run out of time this segment. So what I've learned over the last few years, that is a gasoline direct injection engine. That's a GDI car. Instead of the injector going in through the intake manifold and spraying fuel on the back of the intake valve, Joe... It's going directly into the cylinder. And I won't get into the theory of why and the benefit of it and so forth. The problem is with no fuel spraying the back of the intake valve, there will it will still form carbon deposits on the intake valve because of the PCV system used in that and other cars. So, you know, there's a couple of ways to approach this. Number one, before I do any fuel system cleaning, have your mechanic take a look at fuel trim on a scan tool. Does it look normal? Is it in the normal range? I talked a couple of months back on my daughter's Escape, which is a two-liter turbo, same engine, how I saw a fuel trim approaching 19 and 21% long-term fuel trim, short-term fuel trim, and how it was eventually going to get to 25 and turn on the light. And the way I solved her problem was, A, I pulled the intake manifold off and I changed the plate underneath that houses the PCV valve that nobody tells you is there. Ford Motor Company has a traditional-looking PCV valve in that plate. And then when I put it back together, I did two types of fuel system cleanings using Berryman products. I used an induction cleaning going in through the duct on the map vacuum hose, manifold vacuum hose, and I did it off the fuel rail on the other side, so I got both sides of the fuel system. Do that, do the head gasket stuff. I think you'll be fine. I'm Ron Anini in the car, Doctor. Hey, coming up next, James Lebrecht. All about the electric car. Stay tuned. This could be uh, quite shocking. Ha, 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 ha. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. Fun and Amy and the Car Doctor. Somewhere around 2004, Jim LeBrett came out with a comment and a statement which has followed him for the past 16 or 17 years, and it went something like this. Well, it went exactly like this, actually. Controlling electron flow will be soon be as important as generating electron flow. In the uh, in the interim, Jim was the energy czar, as I like to think of him, the technical advisor to the former governor of Maine, uh, Maine Governor LePage. He's uh, held several patents regarding refrigeration process. He grew up on a farm, and I've come to find that those guys that grew up on farms just possess an awful lot of common sense. And uh, I don't say that in a patronizing way, but just as an opinion, something I've observed over my years. He's a former advisor and instructor at the University of Maine, and the list goes on and on, and we're real happy to have him here and talk to him uh, this hour. Jim, welcome aboard, sir. Well, good morning, uh, good afternoon to you and your audience. Uh, I got a question for you before we go. Sure. Uh, Who invented the rear car window heater? I don't know. Who invented the rear car window heater? You go, so your hands wouldn't get cold when you push them. Uh, I was going to say somebody from Maine, but I believe that. So I believe that, absolutely. Um, Talk to me about, you know, you made that statement back in 2004, Jim, and it just sounds like you foresaw an electric car future 16, 17 years ago. What was on your mind when you said that? Well, uh, it was understanding the dynamics of the various different energy segments of our society. And the one that really stands out that's un, that is unique to all the other segments. If you, know, if you take the segment of your general electric use for homes and industry, uh, if you take uh, another segment of transportation, and if you take the segment for home heating, well, home heating, the dynamics of that is cons- considerably different. It takes many times more 
uh, power for very short periods of time uh, to be able to uh, supply uh, heating, in, especially in the northern part of the country, on very cold days. So if you take a, uh, uh, a half a million homes that are heating with oil, say presently, let's say like a state like Maine, and, and they burn just a half a gallon of oil an hour, that's equivalent to the electricity or electric heat of uh, seven nuclear power plants. Wow. The density of of oil, the energy density is incredibly high. And uh, here's the problem is that here, even here in Maine, when you add up all the hours in the year that in Bangor, Maine, that's five degrees above zero and colder, uh, it only comes up to 240 hours a year. You can't build seven nuclear power plants or umpteen any kind of plants or uh, alternative energy plants or anything that you're going to run 240 hours uh, a year on or eight or, or even one month of total hours on. So that's what brings up the issue. And I, put, I learned that putting together the heat pump program for Governor LePage here in Maine, which has taken off in a big way, uh, but we're going to, we cannot uh, in the northern part of the country where the dynamics are different than the southern part of the country. We can, where we have no way of producing the electric heating systems that we need to take care of us on cold days. Even if we physically uh, could, you couldn't economically uh, depend on it. And the same thing with the uh, with electric cars. If you take electric cars, uh, 150,000 electric cars, if they all drew 30 amps at the same time at 240 volts. That's, that's a nuclear power plant. Now, so what you have to do is you have to control that. That's if they're all running at once, but you have to control it so that you can distribute that charging rate or that use over 24 hours. Um, because uh, you cannot have systems not operating, um, you know, like a solar system all night long and then try and play catch up the next day. Uh, you then force the cost of transmission lines to go way up. Solar power, for instance, that they want to charge these cars with, it has only a 15% capacity factor. That means 15% capacity factor. That means if they're rated, they, they only put out 15% of whatever they're rated for in that, you know, nice sunny day when the sun's right on it. But the reason why they only work 15% of the time is because it's dark every single night of the year. It's cloudy, rainy, snowy, they're covered with snow and so forth. So they end up with about 15%. Now, I know this is a national program, so you know some people in other parts of the state are saying, hey, we have higher than 15% capacity factor. We understand that. But uh, I want to tell you, when you take the magnitude of what we use for energy, in this country, we use 100 quad of energy a year. That's 100 times 10 to the 18 BTUs. That's 17% of the world's energy consumption, and we're less than 5% of the world population. Now, part of this 100 quad of energy consists of 20 million barrels of oil we use every day. And I like to put that in these terms, Ron. If you 20 million barrels, if you put them end-to-end, they'll go from Maine to California four rows wide. So when you get in your car, 
And every day you drive towards California, and as far as the eye can see, four rows of barrels. And day after day, by the time you get to California, you will have seen 20 million barrels of oil. That's what we burn in one day, every day. So, and, Jim, let me ask you this question. So are you saying that, and let's just talk about in relation to the state of Maine. I'll make it, I'll make it an easy question, I think. Just in relation to the state of Maine, if all the vehicles in Maine beginning today and they flipped at a percentage rate every year, became electric. Could Maine build the facilities to charge those vehicles over the course of the next 20 years? No. Uh, where are they going to get it? They're taking, they uh, stopped uh, all kinds of hydro here in Maine, which we have a lot of hydro. Uh, that's what's giving us our clean electricity. Uh, they shut down paper mills that uh, were producing a lot of cogeneration. Uh, they've uh, pulled up dams. They're preventing a very large hydro dam in right over the border here in Maine, uh, in Canada, from sending hydropower uh, down to us where Maine would take off uh, uh, some of it, and uh, the bulk of it goes to Boston. And uh, the solar and wind people and then some oil people that uh, have uh, oil-fired generation here in Maine are fighting that tooth and nail, a major fight going on here in Maine. So we had we had dams, the Big A Dam, the Dickey Lincoln Project, uh, which is another big hydro. We had the Basin Mills Project on the Penobscot River. All those kinds of things were all shot down by all these environmentalists that want solar and wind. Solar and wind are stochastic energy sources. Stochastic means unpredictable. You can't tell me uh, exactly a year from today, uh, at this time, what if the wind's going to blow, which direction, and for how long, and how fast? Well, and isn't there uh, an so issue? Isn't there an issue with the wind? You know, now we hear the stories about the windmills that generate electricity, and we're about to take a break, Jim. I just want to—I'll leave you with this thought. You can think about it. That the windmills yep. that are generating the electricity. Let's talk about this when we come back. There's a problem with the blades, right? The fan blades—they're—they're—they're they're, they're breaking apart the fiberglass, and now they've got these piles of fiberglass wind blades. And where are they going to put them from? And how do you take those out of commission that they? can't generate electricity. Hold that thought, and when I return, we'll finish this conversation. I'm Ron Anany, The Car Doctor, here with Jim Lebrecht. We'll both be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. 
Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car doctor with the Jim Lebrecht. Let's jump right back into it. Jim, when we pulled away for the pause, uh, the conversation was about the blades on the on the windmills. And, uh, you know, as someone on Facebook just pointed out to me, I thought they were carbon fiber. I believe they are. They're carbon fiber, and I think some are fiberglass. But regardless of what they're made of, there's a disposal issue, right? What are they doing with all these? What can they do with all of them? Isn't there a problem? Yeah. Well, it's going to be uh, another issue about uh, not in my backyard. Uh, now, the amount of wind turbines that you have, uh, since you brought this up, uh, the, 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 the waste of dealing with these turbines and with solar panels is incredible. I mean, one of these wind blades, just one of the three blades on one windmill is a uh, wind turbine is, uh, you know, a great big tractor trailer truck, extra, extra long with police escorts and everything around it. Uh, you're going to haul those uh, where? To Wyoming or someplace and uh, have some gigantic boneyard, and you're going to need to put those up there every 15 years or so. you got to replace them. The right. transmission in those uh, uh, big big uh, wind turbines were uh, going prematurely, so uh, Congress ended up giving them another tax credit to put in new ones that they claim are a little bit more efficient. But I'll tell you something. I calculated for Governor LaPay up here, uh, how many of those wind turbines we need to displace the 434,000 homes uh, that are presently heating with oil. And we would need 752 mountains full of wind turbines with 28 turbines on each mountain, 21,000 turbines in all. That's in, that's that's, that's we don't insane. Have that mountains here in Maine, and uh, you know. Yeah, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, Jim. You know, I was reading in your bio, in your conversation, your your, your slide presentation that you've been making. You talk about there'll be twelve billion—that's billion with a B—pounds of waste batteries per year, starting ten years after the first big rollout of EVs. What do you do with that waste? What do you do with that waste? That's twelve billion pounds of batteries. That's right. Well, the first, I don't think we're going to hit that problem because I don't think they're going to be able to find 12 billion pounds of um, of the resources, that uh, the finite resources. We need to make that stuff. And those are my uh, concerns. Uh, but even bigger than that, I calculated for one nuclear power plant worth of energy, or actually I did it for the uh, big power line that they want to bring down to uh, 
Maine here from for hydropower. And uh, if you wanted to displace that same power with uh, with uh, solar, you would need to have solar panels put end to end, the equivalent number of solar panels end to end, would wrap a little over one time around Earth and all the way into Pennsylvania uh, uh, after going around the Earth one time. That's an incredible amount. Now, to dispose of those, you need to unload, 20 years from now, you need to unload a tractor-trailer truck full of solar panels every half hour, 24 hours a day for five years, steady, okay? We're, that's just for that one power line right. that uh, people are fighting on this. So and, and that's the kind of base load, the type of uh, deterministic power that we need to be able to charge cars and heat homes and uh, run industry and so forth. Uh, you know, you can't have all this intermittent, unreliable sources of energy that uh, on, a, on a cold one tonight when you have a tremendous demand for heat, a tremendous demand for uh, your automobiles to charge them up and uh, run electric heaters in your car and everything else. At the same time, there's no sun and the wind's not blowing. Right. Jim, you know, real, what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? Jim, real quick in 30 seconds, electric cars in 15 years going to go. Yes or no? Uh, so they'll, uh, they'll be, they're going to hit a, a stone wall. They're going to, the automobile industries all set. They can make those fast. You just can't change the infrastructure the electrical transmission and infrastructure to the tune of trillions of dollars fast enough, especially we don't have the manpower to do it. You can't even find a, a plumber or electrician to come do some service at your house, let alone trillions of dollars worth of uh, highly technical resources to change our whole electric infrastructure. To, to, to so I think the, the auto industry yeah. is going to make it. They can do it, but it isn't going to be supported, so that's what will slow it down. We'll end up with zero. Jim, we're going to have you back one day. I'm sorry we ran out of time, but uh, some excellent talking points. We'll start at the top of the hour the next go-around. We appreciate you taking the time, Jim Lebrecht. I'm Ron Anany in The Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Back, running into the car, doctor. I want to say thanks again to Jim Labreck. It was a, it was an interesting half hour to talk about some of the things we didn't get to. I saw in his bio notes, he he talks about um, seventeen million new cars a year to replace old gas engine cars, and he asks the question, where are you going to find all the resources to make all the magnets, batteries, and and components to make these vehicles up? And he he brings up a point. You know, I've got to tell you, and I've got no agenda here. All right, I'll be very upfront with you. I've always been upfront with you the 30 years I'm on radio. And you come talk to me in the shop, I'm this exact same way. This is no false front. I have no I have no agenda here. I don't care <laughs> in sense of, you know what, whatever comes in the door will fix it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm trying to bring the point to you guys because I've been accused lately of an anti-electric vehicle rhetoric. No. It's it's a point of common sense. You've got one person after another telling you that we don't have the resources, we don't have the infrastructure, we don't have the ability to do this. But people that are driving electric vehicles, I think the electric vehicle population right now, the percentage of the fleet is less than 3%. I think that's the number. So we're letting the 3 percenters drive the 97% and convince them that electric vehicles are the way to go. How are you going to do that? The government has a better chance of coming out with a mandate that says effective today at five o'clock, nobody's going to grow older. You know, that's it. We're going to stop aging. It's we're going to end the process. You can't do it. I think electric cars have a place. I think there is a percentage of the fleet that should be electric. Amazon delivery vehicles, all delivery vehicles, the situation where you want to put an elderly person in a vehicle that can't drive anymore. You want to send them to the doctor, make it a self-driving car and let it take them to this address. And, and get them in and out. Stop and drop and pick up kids at school, from school to school. You get my point. But the entire fleet, you know what? It doesn't make any sense from a perspective of what resources. Just saying, you guys proved me wrong, but I'm all for it. Let's have electric vehicles. I just want to know how. Till the next time, thanks for stopping by. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.